Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Cookin' Joe and Bob for the final hour. And I want to tell you that you can listen to Cookin' Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 93.7thefan.com contesting page. Man, the NFL delivers from Game 1. <clears throat> what was Game 1? Detroit-Kansas City, which was a great game. Until game number whatever it was, the Two, final game. 272, I believe. Until game number 272, which was Bill's Dolphins total drama right until the end. Lots of backup quarterbacks. I think that was one of the biggest stories of this season. What was the biggest story? Aaron Rodgers? That's a good <clears throat> question. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers was the biggest story of the season. I'm trying to think. Uh, Bob, would I, you I, agree? Um, well... I guess because of four plays into the season, and he's well, done his injury ends. was the biggest story of the yeah, season. Yeah, but I, I would also say though that these stories are still written. I think the Joe Flacco story is phenomenal, and I, I wonder how far it's going to go. And I also wonder what it means to the future uh, of the Browns with him. He, he's thirty nine. You can't give him a five year deal. He's going to go year to year probably if he wants to. And from what I heard, he wants to continue to play. Do they bring him back if they have success in the playoffs? I say absolutely yes. And they say, John, you wait. We owe you money. You're not starting now. I think that's a great story. I think uh, the development of uh, Puka Nakua is a tremendous story. But they, we're talking biggest story in the league. I know. Most well, sensational I don't think, story. Well, I think Rodgers, I think the demise of Belichick is right up that's, there. That's right there, too. And mm, Flacco is, is a hell of a story. That one. That one I'll go for. That's a giant What would story. you do? Let's say they win two games, get to the AFC championship. How about if the AFC champ? could it be Pittsburgh and Cleveland? Sure. How about if that is your AFC championship game? Wouldn't that be Did you see if, if Pittsburgh beats Buffalo, then they go to Baltimore, yep. win there, and then say Cleveland's Cleveland, the highest-ranked opponent left. Go to Cleveland. Go to Cleveland. Oh, man, would that be fun. How about Flacco against Baltimore? I wouldn't have to get on a plane. Go to Buffalo in a car, Baltimore in a car, Cleveland in a car. It's a surprising, sometimes shocking league week to week. But as always, it's really only a couple teams that infiltrate as playoff surprises and a couple that disappoint mostly because of quarterback injuries. I mean, I think we all agree the Bengals were 9-8. and eight. They would have had a real good chance to win this division, certainly be a playoff team with Joe Burrow, right? Well, that's, no question. that's a big development. That was, with, uh, that, was, that was a big story. Rogers. That was a big story. Who's the MVP of the league for you guys? Uh, I'm going to go with Lamar, the guy who's going to win it. I don't think there's any debate. 
No, but that debate. doesn't necessarily. Christian McCaffrey would be that getting doesn't votes mean for me. No, would be your choice. I don't think there's a debate either. I mean, I think he's going to win it fairly handily. That doesn't mean he should, though. Well, who else would it be? I, I mean, think Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey is a guy who McCaffrey, but they're a... never going to give it to a running back. No. You, you don't not... think there will be a debate, but should there be one? With which people? Purdy, maybe. Purdy, but that game against Lamar the did him in. That, 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 that elevated Lamar over Purdy. Right. There was no way other to look at that. How what about, about C.J. Stroud? How yeah, about C.J. Stroud or uh, Christian he, McCaffrey? Uh, McCaffrey would get uh, – Stroud was terrific, but I'm not going to give him the MVP of the league. I think – Lamar Jackson being the number one seed, the way they've played, and who they've beaten and how they've beaten the teams, yeah. to me, trumps everything. I mean, I could gladly give it to McCaffrey, but they're not going to do it. But that's not my question. Should they? Should there be a debate? Is, I'm gonna, is, I'm gonna, is Lamar I'm gonna, your MVP? I'm going to give it to the quarterback, yeah. With no debate? Yeah. I think there's a debate to be had here. McCaffrey had 1,900 total yards 21 touchdowns and 21 and all touchdowns. those touchdowns why don't you think there's a debate ron why, why do well, you think it's i mean just i don't know what, what what is a debate i mean you know is it an easy choice lamar it's or? an easy choice for me yes because it's a quarterback's award i mean i certainly would listen to the mccaffrey crowd uh and 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 if that means it's a debate then i guess it's a debate but is it, there another legitimate mvp Choice, I think McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey is it. after those. And you think Stroud? Stroud did some really amazing things: completion percentage, yards over four thousand, all these different things. Oh, I think Stroud is also a very viable candidate. But I just think Lamar, given the way they've dismantled some of their opposition, big time, uh, to me, gets the nod. He'll win with some of the smallest stats we've ever seen in MVP. But the the impact on the on his team is they're all. I mean. Listen, you can make a debate if you want. You're asking me who I think, and I think there would be no debate among all the people who are voting that it's going to be Lamar Jackson. I would find very few votes going elsewhere. We agree on that. The question is, should there be? And I think there should be. I think Here's that, a better question I think, for I think you. that Stroud and McCaffrey are very viable candidates. I'd probably choose Lamar, but it would be – it would be with a lot of internal debate. I can tell How about you that. comeback player of the year? It seems fair to complete the betting odds are on DeMar Hamlin, but he hardly played. The, do you have to perform to win that award? His is a very unusual circumstance, and thankfully he, he's back and he's healthy and all of that. But Joe Flacco to me, if you're talking about a comeback from sitting on a couch and not playing to, to lead your team the way he did, that has to get some consideration. For me, Hamlin is the all-time comeback player. Yeah, he's of the year. dead on the field. Okay, but do you understand my point? Yeah, he he, he I do. hardly played. And and is there a is I don't even know is there a prerequisite that you have to play or not? I understand the significance of this. And well, you why, have to actually play, or you wouldn't be the comeback. But player. he only played like a handful of downs all year. I know, but, but he's on a for roster. Me, for me, that's enough. That's enough for me. I, too. I understand that. I'm just asking, what would be. If you're looking at Flacco, I don't know how else you could. Who would else you would you vote be? for Flacco? No, I'd vote for Hamlin. I think. There, I, but what I'm saying is, should there be a? De- you asked me if there was. A, should there be a debate? Should Baker Mayfield be in that? Should Mason Rudolph be in that? For me, there's no debate. The ex- the circumstances are so dramatic there. Like I said, I think if you voted all time NFL comeback player of the year, he would be the one for me. Okay. So for me, no. No, I mean, again, the the word debate, you know, is kind of ambiguous. Um, 
It, would I listen to Flacco? Sure, but it has to be Demar because of what well, happened. He change died it to is it a difficult? Is it a difficult choice? No, it's not a difficult choice. No, I I'd vote for I Demar go too. To I'm just saying. But I, I in any other year, Joe Flacco would be hands down. You know, it's an amazing. But it story. is not in ever, any other year. Coach of the year, Stefanski. D'Amico Ryan's by far. Stefanski by, by far. far. For me, D'Amico Ryan's without, and there is, is no debate internally or otherwise me too that's I the think worst team in football they went from year. worst to first with no chance people are talking about never go there it's coach suicide Stephen a smith went on a ramble about never take i mean what he did in a short amount of time and and stroud missed some games i i, I think it's clear that it should be domingo i don't Rams. think there's any question it should be stefanski okay. what he did there you know with four quarterbacks no one has ever done made the playoffs with four quarterbacks he loses Nick Chubb in the second game, who may be the best running back. He didn't have his top three offensive tackles, and he's coaching the Browns is the Browns. Did you see the I'm Houston sorry. Texans me, state of the offensive easy, line this year? I get, Yeah, I saw what they did to the Steelers. Exactly. Everybody thought the Steelers were going to kill them, and they didn't. So The I Texans mean, are the most surprising team in the league uh, with a rookie quarterback to make the playoffs, and they're the Texans. So you wouldn't give any thought to D'Amico Ryan's run? Well, uh, I would give him thought as I write in his name as the runner-up. Wow. All right. Bob, how about you? Well, I said D'Amico Ryan's no no competition, period. He's he's my coach. Most surprising year. team in the league is the Texans, yes? Um... In a good way? I thought the Rams yeah. should merit some consideration there. A lot of people left them out of this whole thing. They thought they were done. Uh, I don't think quite like the Texans, though. No, I agree. I, I think the Texans are the best surprise story, yes, I'd have to say them. But I, I, I think the Rams have emerged now as a player that not many people thought would be at the beginning of the season. Most disappointing team in the league. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, not because of, not after Rodgers. That's part of the being disappointed. Well, yeah, I mean, I yeah. You can say exactly. Burrow for the same reason. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd probably say Jacksonville. Eight mm. and three at one point and don't make the playoffs. But the Jets overall, if you factor in the injury, because there was so much hype around right. the, them. The hype versus But once word. he got hurt, then I can't say that. But that's part of it. Though. It is part that's of it. Just like Burrow is part of it. Disappointing. I think the Jets and Rodgers were the biggest story in the year. I mean, you know, the Steelers I, I the buy Jets Belichick, I buy Belichick, but I, I, all anybody was talking about was Aaron Rodgers. Biggest disappointment for me is probably the Jets, just because of the hype, you know. But Jacksonville's up there, man. That 9-8, and eight, for them not to make the play, they might be the winner because they had Trevor Lawrence most of the year. They No, you know who's the winner? The Chargers. Yeah. They, Five and 12. Every year they could be the most Yeah, we forgot about them. That's exactly right, the Chargers. And every year. They win this award for me, the most disappointing team. Man, and they had their quarterback most of the year. Goes to show you, you need more than just quarterbacks. You think you have quarterbacks make a big difference in games, but you, if you don't have other pieces, man, you can be in big trouble. And their defense just not good. Give Mike Tomlin a grade on the season. I would give it a C because I'd have to say that he was responsible for the offensive coordinator to hire him, to double down on him twice, uh, make a change, and then not go at quarterback to Rudolph 
ahead of Trubisky. All that factors in, but I also give him a lot of credit for rallying the troops, and this is what he does, and uh, this is why those players swear by him, that they still find ways. They find ways, and as he once said, his job and Kenny's job is to win. He found ways to win games that they had to. You can tell me all you want about who they played. I'll tell you that they were left for dead and they came back. So overall, C. I was going to say probably C or B minus. Maybe winning 10 games is pretty impressive uh, to me, but I think they have to win a playoff game. I mean, I'd, um, I I would be willing to go higher if they win a playoff game. I don't know that I w- you know, I'll probably go lower if they don't. I would say B minus. Yeah, that sounds about right. C, B minus. Uh, pretty much, you know, every every season has a story, and there's been some great stories. But the Steelers always wind up in the same place. And to lose back-to-back games to a pair of 2-10 and ten teams on your home field within five days of right. each other. Almost, Hard to look past. Almost undoes a lot else of what happened. And again, like last year, the season-ending run wasn't exactly a murderer's row. Two non-playoff teams and half of a Ravens team. So credit him for getting there. But it seems to me they're back in the space they usually are where nobody has any expectations. And when they slightly exceed their expect- those low expectations, which is the problem, the fact that nobody expects anything ever from the Steelers has become the story of the franchise and the one that people ignore because you look and read and hear naturally. It's like, wow, the Steelers did did better than they were expected. Yeah, they're never expected to do anything. They're not in the, the conversation of, of real contender I anymore. I think 10 wins is pretty impressive no matter who your schedule is against. That's a lot of wins. Yeah, and I, I That's also – That's a lot of wins. And, I mean, I, I mean, I get the 2-10 and 10 losses to Arizona and New England are hideous, but they still found a way to – you know, whether you say they were lucky against Cleveland and Baltimore early in the season, they went 5-1 and one in their division. Which is stunning. It, it, it is stunning. <laughs> Not if you would have told me that Jake Browning would no, quarterback but two of those if games. If we went back to the beginning of the season and someone told you they go 5-1 and one in their division, sure, I would have thought division championship, maybe number one seed. But if they added that I know, good face. That's what we don't know. Tyler Huntley, Jake Browning twice. Which D- is why DTR, this. DTR, right. right? How about the Bailey Zappi? Zappi. Deshaun Bailey's Watson happy. wasn't very good against But also, them. if they go in and win a game now in the postseason, now it changes a lot. It changes everything. Yeah, because I really believe someone – you asked me – who asked me this last week about uh, if if there's a team that Baltimore doesn't want to see, I would always say Pittsburgh. I, I would say that's the one team they don't want to see. They know each other too well. They play the same style of football, and they know what kind of game it's going to be. Yeah. So, 12 teams won double-digit games. What was the Steelers over under? Eight and a half, nine and a half. I think it was eight. So they went over. So again, no. It's always like eight and a half. Yeah, no expectations. They slightly exceeded them, and there were numerous missteps along the way. And then they finished good. But you know, to me, that sounds about normal, doesn't it? What wouldn't be normal is actually winning a playoff game. Yeah. And nothing is expected in that game either. They're nine and a half point underdogs. But if they should win, then everything everything changes. It does. But. If they don't win, then they're 10. How about if it's a really good game and goes down to the last play? Something bizarre. That would be a step in the right direction, I'd say. I want to see a good competitive game. I I know it's tough to win these games. And if you can be in it at that place against that team with that quarterback, I think that's that's all you're going to ask for in this one. But they're still going to probably go into next season over under eight and a half. Very uncertain at the most important position in the game. And all their defensive stars are a year older. Yes. And, you, and they're going to have a draft car- pick, uh, again, in the 20s. 
because the top 19 have already been figured out, those who didn't make the playoffs. And now, right. you, now they're going to be right in the middle of where they always are drafting, which always begs the question to me, would you trade up? They did this past season if you had a chance to draft, let's say, a quarterback. Yeah. Would I? I would you? Yes. I would too. Now, again, it, it if, w- if Mason takes a giant step forward, this is a this is a big stage against a good defense. If he looks great in a game like this, well, then that starts to change my mind. You know, I'm not. I sure think it's going to be happen. fascinating. I'm not sure it's going to happen. I'm looking either. forward to uh, training, all this stuff next year. I think it'll be really interesting to see how it works. You think he'll be here next year, Mason? <clears throat> I think he wants to be, but again, it, we talked about this earlier. This is probably the best place for him to have a chance to start. Yeah. Because the guy that the other as guy long as he's given a fair really, opportunity. Well, that's the thing. Is he going to believe Tomlin if he tells him that? Well, I'm not. I'm not sure that it's about having a fair opportunity in training camp. If I'm Mason, I'm probably stupid if I think I'm getting a fair shot in training camp, no matter what they tell me. It's more about is I the guy in, is the guy in front of me liable to fail right. to where they turn right, to me if I'm right. the backup, and I say there's a pretty good chance of that. Yeah, but, you know, the backup money will have to increase. You'd have to agree to it. Uh, you know, I, no matter what a preseason looks like, doing it in these kinds of games carries a lot more weight with me. And if he has another good game this week, that gives me a lot of uh, ammunition to say he could go in as the starter. This is let- this is the prove-it game to me for him. A lot of guys can have a good game or two. Josh Dobb, we, I could go up and down a list of literally dozens of guys I've seen over the years, including – just this season. A lot of guys have a couple good games. No question. Can they do it in the biggest moments? Can they continue it and be consistent? You know, I'm curious, very, very curious to see with him. And, yeah, every the whole lens starts to shift if he goes in there and has a great game and they upset the Bills. I would say if they win one playoff game and he plays great, then he starts to become the favorite to be the quarterback next year. Yes. I would agree 100% that that should be. I'm not sure that that's what it'll be, though. Well, again, they have to – you can't just give a job away. No, if, I understand that. Because he's already he's already He's already benched Kenny Pickett. Last week he benched him. One guy goes in. He was healthy. One guy has to go in as the presumptive favorite to be the starter. Would you say after t- if he leads him to the AFC title game? He'd then I don't the- think there's any question, but still. Is there any question about who's going to start this weekend? No. Not, not for me. No. You can't go that way. If you do it the other way and you go to Pickett and he struggles, this looks bad. If Rudolph should struggle, Kenny Pickett comes into the game and then it's a whole different kind of dynamic. So I think he has to go with Mason Rudolph. And, so should, and should go so to Mason I. Rudolph. There should be no debate on that. Would you be shocked if you heard it otherwise yes. tomorrow? Yes, I would. Would you? Yes, Shock, I'd be totally beyond, shocked. beyond shocked. I don't know how he looks at the players in the locker room if he does that. So Pickett's already been benched. That's that's a fact, and that's that, that factors into everything moving forward, you know, that Tomlin has benched his guy. So we'll see what Mason does in Buffalo. What a story, huh? What a great story. Oh, it really is. The whole thing is interesting. It, it, the NFL never disappoints. You may think that it's a lot of mediocre teams. That That's true. But there's also so much drama involved in some of these games that um, it just makes you want to watch. 
How about the coaching carousel? We, what do you think it, Belichick is done? Yes, do we agree on that? I would think percent chance done he's still in there? New England, not done, done. No, not done, done. Would, I th- you, would you hire him? I think if I'm the Chargers, I would because I think they need somebody who has an idea of how to put together a team. Now, he has a quarterback. If I'm Bill Belichick, I'm only going where I think I have a quarterback ready to go. Yeah. And then we'll see what I can do beyond that. And I think his defensive game planning and the way he thinks will help that team more than any team available right now looking for a coach. I don't know. I just wonder how much he has left at this point. I mean, he's 71. Um, Energy-wise? Yeah, or? just, yeah, overall. Um, I mean, I, I I would have to – does he want to have total control, too? That's another factor. Well, that's you know, the only factor for me. He's done a lousy job personnel-wise. Right. But, I mean, but would he take a job where he doesn't have that? As long as somebody he likes is in that position. He might have to. He might have to. But as far as coaching itself, I mean – would he go for Washington? Howell is what he is. I think there's potential there, but does he look at that as an opportunity to turn? But it's a turn? new ownership, though. It's it not is, Dan and that Snyder. owner loves him. It, yeah, it does. Josh, I mean, not, Josh I Harris wouldn't consider it if it was Dan Snyder, but the new owner, I'd have to do some you got to have a quarterback. On. Where do they draft? I will tell you. Hold on. But as far as Belichick's coaching acumen, I mean – he had one lousy season in the last 20 in the last 20 so washington has the second overall pick so that would be enticing they to me they got a quarterback yeah they're going to get a quarterback that way so and that would and, be very and they have enticing. sam howell just in case uh the bears this is an interesting first they have and first nine. and 9 and and it sounded like josh fields is saying um see you, see you later justin fields i mean saying see you later he made a Thank you very much for you guys. Appreciate all the fans. It's been great to be here in Chicago. I'm thinking you're 24 years old. Right. And you're something. Maybe he and knows I think something. his career is Saying emerging. Goodbye. Maybe he knows something. Would he be the best quarterback on this roster? How much would it take to get him? If he's not held in, if Chicago is just willing to get rid of him, maybe their asking price goes down. Maybe. Would he be the best quarterback on this roster? He'd be, he'd be a good, interesting. I, I love his ability to run and throw i think he's 24 years old how do you sour on a guy 24 years old i know chicago is not the best place for quarterbacks to develop but i think through it all he has developed i think you know recently not as great as he was in the middle of the season he went through a stretch where he had nine touchdowns and one interception in a three-game span and was running the ball you yeah know? I, I like him i do too not as much as i like this kid but uh jordan love on over my shoulder that justifies their pick i think a lot of people wondered about that pick and Aaron Rodgers hated that pick. The guy's finally getting a chance to play. He's great. He's really he good. He looks really 18 good. 18 touchdowns and he one He looked pick. good here in Pittsburgh, I thought, too. Um, um, yeah, Belichick, I think he winds up. That might be it, by the way, in Washington. He's gone 7-9, and 10-7, 8-9, and then this year it, the wheels fell off. But he did go to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback, and then it's sort of not been that much different there than it has been here minus the franchise quarterback i still think he can coach he's bill belichick for god's sakes unless he loses his mind he's always going to have a football mind so i would be interesting to see what new england does with him i i mean i i originally didn't think there was a chance he'd be back now i'm wondering what makes you wonder now just, just it, that it hasn't just been it hasn't happened yet? yet yeah 
because you think they'd want to give him a chance to get out there and get something while it's out there. I think we might hear by the end of the day. I think he will probably want to go elsewhere. And then the coaching carousel will probably swing through. Where did it swing through today? Well, Arthur Smith Atlanta, last night. Arthur Smith. How about him after the game Washington. yesterday? Yelling at Dennis Allen, the Falcons coach, Arthur Smith, for scoring kind of out of victory, out of victory formation. Well, I, don't, I, I think he has a point because yeah. he, he some of those guys at risk, they do that play you so you don't get risky injury situation. You can't say it after the game. Say if what? Anything. You have to take that loss. You look horrible even mentioning it after but the, the game. I understand See, I that, but I disagree, that. That was too, a right? really. I think that James wasn't Winston. just trying to run it in from the five-yard line. And I always say, if you don't like it, stop him. Yeah. But they were in the victory formation. Right. Which is was safety risk. And, and Jameis Winston said he changed the play. You so know what? His Jameis Winston, I would get, get rid of him. Could, I would yeah, cut him I right mean, now. I mean, he would be out of my roster. And, I mean, the poor Dennis, what, Dennis Allen. I mean, I think he even said to Arthur Smith, I, you know, I agree or something. Um, it was, it's a bad look for, for the Saints. Winston. But it's a worse look for the Falcons. Well, they stunk. And, and now they got three straight seven and ten seasons, and, he, and nothing's yeah. changed. I'm sure he knew he was going to be they fired. Stink. They got the wrong quarterback. Um, they reached maybe it's, like the Steelers did for yeah, a quarterback in a year dangerous where there weren't, weren't to, uh, yeah. good ones available. How about Carolina? You think they <laughs> – they had a chance to get C.J. Stroud, and they passed. Oh, man. And, and I mean, it's tough to tell. Would, would, yeah. would C.J. Stroud have thrived in Carolina? I don't know. Probably and, not. And would Bryce Young have thrived in Houston? I don't know. I don't know. I think Bryce Young still has a lot. I'm not going to – just like I wouldn't give up on Fields, I ain't giving up on him either. I, you got to put some people around him. For right. the, so. But it looks pretty one-sided now, doesn't it? Sure. Of course it does. But I think if you took any quarterback in the history of the league and put him in Carolina, they would have failed with that guy running the team. Yeah, what about David Tepper? He looks like he's just maniacal now. He's he's. I didn't think he. Do you would know be, that guy? I've met him a couple of times. I don't know. They him. both belong at Oakmont. Did he throw a drink on you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But my point is, he. Um, I didn't expect that from him. He, he looks like he's just. Lost his mind half the time. He's making I mean, radical decisions left and right, getting rid of guys before you you sign a guy and then you get rid of him. All the games. stories I read about him said he doesn't like to be told no, and he wants yes people around well, him. You and can't. if you if you dis if if you disagree with me, I'm replacing you. Right. That's that's an unhealthy way to conduct a business, and he should know that being a billionaire businessman. Well, let's take one final look at the Steeler regular season before we wave it goodbye forever. Best moment, worst moment, MVP other than T.J. Watt. Oh, we never answered this question. Is T.J. the defensive player of the year? Did yes. Did he clinch that yes. yesterday? In my view, he is. That's an objective view based on a look. You know, the, the stat they use about – that they use, it seems, almost always on Miles Garrett, uh, this projected pass uh, pressure. Mm. It, okay. Isn't there a better stat? It's like getting to the quarterback. Okay, you could project all you want that somebody could get there. Well, what are we doing? Is there a metric that makes you de- – yeah, I'm sorry. All the numbers indicate to me it's T.J. Watt, and I'm not going to change my mind. I do too, but I don't think he's going to win it. Who do you think will? I think it's going to be Miles Garrett. Again, though, what, what makes I, the I difference? Just, uh, better team, I guess, uh, overall. And, I mean, probably a little bit of a – Sympathy factor for Garrett. He's never gotten votes for that award before. I, I, I think TJ will finish no higher than third, even though I think he should win it. I think Micah Parsons will get more votes too. I thought Garrett 
should and would win it as recently as two weeks ago, but then he doesn't play. He has one sack in the last five games, and has a guy ever won it with 14 sacks? That's my only question. But look at the other numbers. You, you no, I know. Up. That's the thing is that TJ went out there and compiled numbers. In the end, he led the league in sacks. He has 19 tackles for loss, which is more than Garrett. He has eight passes defensed, an interception, four forced fumbles, and three fumble recoveries. All better than Miles Garrett. I think Garrett has four forced fumbles, too, but doesn't have the interception. Or the and, fumble and, and, recoveries. And the big or interception. The defense. And, and TJ's interception won the game for him in yeah, L.A. Defensive score, I yeah. I actually think at this point, Watt will and should win it. I, you should bet on it, Joe. Yeah, but should your I, odds aren't going to be that great. Uh, the odds last time I saw were he was clearly Again, number three. But then you have to put a whole bunch of Did money to make Did they include the last game uh, that Garrett I, I don't didn't know if play I saw, in? I got to look and see. Well, that would be if you look today. Because the last yeah, game I saw was it last weekend. week. Um, I th- this last game makes a big difference, man. Two sacks, and Garrett didn't play. That's a tough one for me. Uh, has anybody ever won it with four? Maybe Aaron Donald has, with that few sacks. But I don't think sacks are the only measure. Again, uh, I, no, but that's what the voters the look one. at. That's well, what then they, they look should at. win it. If they're going to look at that. What? Then he T.J. Watt should win it. Three no, out of four that, years, he led I, the NFL in sacks, but he has so much times, other right? to his other resume. I know. I just, man, the numbers are low. They're low. I don't know that Donald's ever won it, even, and he's an interior player with only 14 sacks. Do you? Anyone? I, I don't know. I don't know. 14. I, I don't think know. That's still I don't a lot four, of sacks. But I think tackles for losses. For if you look at Aaron Donald when he's won, it's because of his. Ability to get into the backfield. What's and make the guy is, who has like the interception leader? I've seen those guys. Geno Stone win at a question. from Newcastle. I, he High got School. hurt the other I day. I know he got hurt. Um, I've seen guys with interceptions win. Like that the guy award. from Dallas, and, and, yeah. uh, Stephen Diggs's Gilmore, brother. Right? Again, Gilmore. that's that's a sexy number that they just go for. Donald won it with eleven sacks in two thousand seventeen. Okay, what were his tackles for losses in that same year? Fifteen. Okay, Watt had more this year. Yeah, I mean that's those are low totals, but, but I, again, I think what they take into account there double team and triple teams. Yeah, they and I think I read a stat where Micah Parsons is the most triple teamed player in the league. Okay, you don't think TJ's double teamed a lot? I I didn't say that. I'm saying <laughs> what the I'm what the voters saying, I, might be looking at. Again, I would vote. It for has TJ. to be tangible things for me. Okay, if you're getting double teamed. Cam Hayward gets double teamed sometimes. That takes away from numbers. But if you put up numbers despite that, you should be rewarded because of the numbers, not just because you're close to getting a quarterback, not because it's projected pressure. How about getting to the quarterback? So Donald has won with two sack years lower than what Garrett has right now. But TJ should have won it one other time already. So maybe they feel badly. Uh, not that not that it would be a sympathy vote. But, hey, man, if you put up these numbers – you're definitely worthy of it. You're definitely worthy of it, right? Absolutely. He had 15 sacks and 23 tackles for loss in 2020 and didn't win it. He's well, only won it once, huh? Yep. I think he's going to win it again. I, I don't think they're going to ignore those numbers, Bob. I, I wouldn't. They're right there for you to look at. Let's take one last look back at the Steelers season coming up. On Cook and Joe, Edgar Snyder and Associates. 
Fan Text Line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. South Hills, uh, let me see here. What am I missing, Bob? I don't think anything. I'm doing a very good job. And you have a Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman read coming up, but not yet. It's Cooking Joe. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. A lot of people very defensive, as you would understand, about Mason Rudolph. Um, I guess convinced that he's the guy. Where, where were those con- people three weeks ago? Convinced he's an NFL starter. Convinced he's going to be this team starter. Convinced that any critique of him from the Baltimore game is misguided. Uh, he was 18 for 20. Yeah, I went through every pass, and... Eight of them in the first half were behind the line of scrimmage. But that, to me, so again, still, was a weather still, component. I don't think you'd see that. The, the previous sure. two pass charts were much different than that one. Yeah. So that's, I think that's fair they to were. point out. He was that also out. going against a practice squad defense, half of it. Not all of them, but some no. of them. Yep. The he whole was. secondary, pretty much. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sorry for bringing up these factors with Mason Rudolph. I'm certainly not ready to label him anything going into next year yet I've seen too many quarterbacks over the years have a couple good weeks I don't even think that's negative that's just realistic how did you go from being positive last week and pumped for Rudolph to being negative Nancy that was Ben's term for Jeff Hathorne one day remember that he doesn't remember that I don't remember that either Rudolph he said that on the air he called in negative Nancy uh, to your show Ron after Jeff was done over the report and said Jeff was negative Nancy there (laughs) Uh, Rudolph played a frigid monsoon, and yeah, he froze in the pocket. Big deal. Of course he would in those conditions. But he he made the play they needed to win the game. He made a great throw. I agree with that. I just saw some signs of why the entire league, including the Steelers, basically ignored Mason all offseason. Just not ready to buy in. I don't feel ashamed of that opinion, Bob. Let's see him go in to a big-time environment against a top-four scoring defense in the league and get it done. But That's how the, you change opinions. For the record, you are also not buying in that Kenny Pickett is a franchise quarterback. Hell no. Okay. 
So who, I, who in the world is? I'm just saying that leads you into a conundrum of what happens next year. Which is part of the reason why you lose this game. You're 10-8 and eight with, a, I think, a perhaps bleak future at the most important position on the field with all your defensive stars getting a year older. Yeah. I don't know that the franchise is in a great spot. And, and you're going to be drafting somewhere in the 20s again. So You know, we forget that they finished 7-2 and two last year. And everyone was excited about this year. And the right? preseason right. compounded. All our young right. guys. All our young guys. We got a lot, you know. And I thought about that. Tomlin was asked about Herbig making the play. Where was it? Seattle, the sack? Yeah. The one, I think the only play was in the game. Yeah, maybe. that was the hat trick of uh, forced fumble, and, and strip he goes, sack, recovery. He's a, he's a guy on, a, on the come. We got a lot of guys on the come. Same thing he said last year. Right. Late. And it doesn't always carry over. That's for sure. And as you point out, Minka's getting older. Well, not so much him, but certainly Cam and TJ. Yeah, and Minka, really. I mean, yeah, that body has taken yeah, a lot yeah. of punishment. He had a tough year this year with a groin or hamstring and then the knee. I mean, this is it's a great, fun story, Mason Rudolph. I just am not extrapolating into, wow, Mason Rudolph is going to be a really good player for a long time in the NFL. It's five I get minutes. that. I get that, but I'm having a hard time judging him too harshly because of the conditions in Baltimore the other day. I, I thought he looked really good. The two previous games he was okay in Baltimore, but I have a hard time being there. And that, that it, was, it was as bad as I've ever seen at a game. You know, I'm not talking snowball and ice like that, but it was a hard, steady rain. Sure. And I'm having a hard time giving him too many demerits for that. All I'm saying is I saw signs of what – people thought of Mason for all his career. See, I didn't see those. Uh, I yeah, mean, I, I thought saw... he stood in the pocket like a statue and had no well, idea that's... people were coming up behind him and strip-sacking That's what he did, I don't, care if, I don't care if it's an ice storm. You fumble three times and throw the ball to the other team. But he stood in that's the a pocket potentially in disastrous in Seattle day. very well. Yeah, I think there's a fine line between okay. standing in there and doing good things and standing in there Just like a statue. Just as there's a, fan, a fine line about spinning away from it too soon. Like Kenny, absolutely. Tends to do. They're, they're yes. both fine. And Mason's line. done that better than him. But I've seen Mason enough over the years to know that he also has a tendency to stand in there like a. Which statue. would you rather have? A guy standing in the pocket, unless he's a good scrambler. Right. I, I and see. it's also unavoidable to mention that Mason did his best work against what are now the 30th and 31st ranked defenses in the league. We'll so see this. You want to buy in? Buy in. I'm, all I'm, I'm buying into is that he's on a roll and he should start. We'll see where yes, it takes him. Yes, I agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. We'd be having a, an entirely different conversation if the guy on the Ravens catches a ball right in his hands and if all three fumbles are recovered. Then well, it, they that, had fumbles. Then, it, then it's a they disaster. They had the same thing. Game. I mean, it was going to be that kind of game. Right, which would put a premium on taking care of the ball. Again, though, it's it's conditions. So do you go away with Jay, from Jalen Warren because he fumbled twice in that game? Did I say I would go away from Rudolph? No, but I'm, I'm no. just yeah, asking. Yeah, they did you. go away from Jalen Rudolph. because how, how many carries did he I get? I think he had nine or ten. Eight. Eight. Compared to how many for the other guy, 25? 26. Yes. But I think Jalen that, Warren couldn't hold on to the ball. That was the kind of game that was, that was right up Najee Harris's alley. Sure. Right. Jalen Warren bobbled the ball every time he carried it. So, well, yes, I would have been very leery about letting <laughs> him touch the ball, which he didn't much in the game. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be another weather weekend this weekend. It looks like rain, now you're going to have to deal snow, with wind. and wind. So now you're going to have to deal with wind. What about the game tonight? Who do you got? 
Well, it's Michigan and against Washington. Washington. Oh, I thought you meant Penguins Flyers. I... Well, we can talk about that too for a minute. But it's, I think you, you were talking about football, weren't you, Joe? Yeah. yeah I, Washington's sorry, I just... plus three and a half. You had a good week. You had six and two, and I went five and three. You're coming too late. The season ends. You've cut my lead from twelve to eight. The last two games. Only there were more tonight. So yeah, we'll start it's over. Like again. starting badly in the first quarter, it's hard to overcome. We it. we yeah, start it over again next week. You beat me in the regular. I beat you in the regular last year, and you beat me in the playoffs. Uh, you have the first call, Washington plus three and a half. Too little of a point spread. I think they can keep it relatively close, but from what I've seen, Michigan's just flat out better. I got to go Michigan. Yeah, me too. I don't. I hate um, to say that. I hate to say Michigan, but I think Harbaugh wins the national championship and rides out of town ahead of the law. I think Michael Penix shows that he is the best quarterback coming out. And you will see it. His arm strength is undeniable. If he's accurate, he burns Michigan secondary. And, and I, think, I hope so. I'd love to I'd see love it. I'd love to see and it, And I think it's going to be a Washington win. I Real, don't see anybody burning Michigan's defense, though. Real quick, Penguins-Flyers prediction. I say 4-3 Penguins. Sid with an overtime I winner. Think, I think they need to win this game. And More than Philly does. I think so. I, I'm going with Peng, Penguins, too. Najelkovic in goal, 3-1 with an empty Hart. netter. Bob, thank you, Ron. I'll see you tomorrow. Ten Nelly, o'clock. Great let's job do it. today. Uh, All right, boys. The uh, let's see here. Oh, we have something to do here, Joe. Yeah, we do. It's uh, what's cooking. Brought to you by your local Geico rep, Tim Hester. Thank you, Mr. Hester. And by Mr. Very Ruder. kindly. And by Mr. Ruder. Call four one two Ruder two. Thank you, Mr. Ruder. And at one fifty, it's the South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Fiat fifty mark, which is right where we're at. Brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route nineteen in Peters Township, celebrating fifty years in the South Hills. We're going to be talking, obviously, Bill Steelers all week. Jay Skursky from the Buffalo News going to join us. The Tomlin News Conference tomorrow. All kinds of things Jay, happening. Uh, Jay Caulfield at eleven tomorrow to talk the Penguins Flyers. Fan weather by Sun Chevy 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com, mostly cloudy with a high of 39. Yes, and Joe, I want to tell you about choices. Everybody has choices to make. When you have to choose a law firm, you should probably do this in advance just in case something happens and you can respond to it quickly. That's why I'm here to tell you about Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, one 888 twins Listen, if you're injured in an accident, you better have this ready to go. You have to have some things that really matter. There are five things that matter to get maximum compensation that you deserve. Number one, you got to be certain that your auto insurance is updated, full toward, uninsured, underinsured coverage, stacking, all of this stuff. It all matters. Having the peace of mind that comes from the minute you contact your law firm, you're going to pay zero. No legal retainers, fees, or expenses of any kind. Until and only if they win or settle your case. That's right, Pony. None. Zero. That matters. Number three, being certain the attorneys whose names are on the door of their offices, they're involved in your case. You can bet on that. And then having a law firm that has a 99.7% success rate, they handle all types of personal injury cases. That matters. And last but not least, man, you got to have a law firm that only charges 25%, not 40% of your settlement like other firms. That matters at Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fisher, and quite frankly, you really matter to them. So call them at 1-888-98-TWINS, and remember, they've got your back and not your wallet.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.